So, in this podcast, we are going to be talking about the issue of the wall that Trump is trying to build. Um, my name is Austin Hemrich. My name is Vesma Bograu, Brooke Barrett, and Katie Chan. Alright, so before we, like, dive into the current issues of the wall, I thought it was kind of important to, like, think about the idealistic version of, like, walls in general. So, as I was, like, looking through the CAWL... I was noticing that the idea of walls and borders um, were really, like, prevalent in the first book, talking about, like, Mesopotamia and stuff like that, and how, um, like, rivers and mountains and stuff built natural borders that kind of, like, separated people apart and stuff like that, and how it was, that's how kind of how it, like, began. And as it kept going, it almost became a symbol of power, like, um, the Trojan War was mentioned, and... Uh, Troy, was it Troy? I think it was Troy, trying to get into the walls and like the Trojan horse and all of that. So like that wall and like as it goes on, like castles and stuff, like the ones with the highest and strongest walls were the most powerful. So it became like a pretty big thing, like a really like almost symbol of power and territory and stuff like that. But as I noticed that like as the, uh, as time moved on in the books, it was mentioned less and less. So the idea of borders and walls defining like territory is almost like a prehistoric thinking or something like that like it's kind of outdated at this point and it's really just arbitrary um that it's still an issue like that so i just thought that was um pretty cool and something important to like mention about the beginning of walls Mm -hmm. and borders and stuff like that in general but they can help with a lot of um conflict that we have going on nowadays such as illegally coming into the countries and um, drug problems Um, it does put a hardship on families who have some who are legal versus members that are still not legal had giving them a hard time to come into the country yeah some people they couldn't come back they went like for a visit like back home for a visit then when they come back to United States they told them you cannot come and they have families they have home they have everything but because they have the passport then which is one of the seven countries then they couldn't um, come United States and one of the examples because me I have like um, two passports uh, Libyan and Italian and as we know uh, the Libya is one of the seven countries, so my mom, um, she was trying to come for a visit before she had her Italian passport, but she couldn't come. Uh, they told her not allowed, even when my sister has her baby, she couldn't visit her or anything. Yeah. And with my, I have a sister-in-law who um, is Mexican, and she goes to and from uh, the United States and Mexico just for like general grocery shopping or medications because she has diabetes and it's cheaper to get it over there. Well, I feel like with what's going on now, she might have a harder time getting to and from her own house, even though she does have a reliable passport. It just it could really cause a lot of issues. Would it cause more issues or less? Because with the wall there, I feel like people are less likely to assume that people are illegal. I feel like it might cause more 
because she does have illegal family members. And that security would be way tighter. Back. Yeah, it would just be harder for her to, if she's I mean, coming back with groceries or medications, they're going to want to go through everything. They're going to want to see what's going in because of the whole drug issue. Right. So if well, it's they a not, medication, they're going to want to see so much paperwork. Well, they're not doing that anyway? I don't know. I mean, like, they could have been. Why wouldn't they be doing it? Why would they not be doing it now and then start if there's a wall there? Apparently more and more forces, armed forces, are being put there because of, um, like, recently there was a Mexican uh, soldiers of some sort or some part of the Mexican people pulled guns on our army there, so we're now, our National Guard, so they're sending mm-hmm. more troops in actually to secure the border. This recently happened... Yesterday, a couple days ago. Right, but what does that have to do with the wall itself? Like that's not like the. It was border control. Like this happened at the border, where the wall is being built. (laughs) Right, but won't those like stations still be there once the wall is built? Like it's not going to be a completely secluded wall. There's still going to be like. Right, entry and exit. Yeah. It may be more. There may be more limited entries and exits. I don't know enough about it. Like as for, my understanding is he's not trying to completely close off the border. No, right. he's just trying to keep illegal immigration and drugs out. That's what he's trying right. to do. But so. before that, like even the legal people was not allowed yeah. to come inside. Right, there was, well... They just like, they stayed in the airports for how long? Two weeks, three weeks, month? Yeah, there's definitely a disgusting stereotype going like they went on. for a visit like back home whatever one of the countries then oh, one of the band countries yeah yeah that was a big issue too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. family and they were illegal but because they have like a different passport they couldn't come yeah there was there. a band so nobody could go in or out yeah. for a certain period of time and they still have a problems like till now even legally if you are one of the seven countries, or or you're not allowed to come. Yeah, and I, I feel like. But finally, my mom got her the other passport, which is the Italian one. Then start to come here for a visit. Otherwise, we can't see her here yeah. at all. That's such a such a process. Yeah. Like, it's so complicated. Mm-hmm. So right. it just, I feel like it'll be harder with like true-hearted Mexican people to get into our country, like yeah. the non-drug people, the non-criminals. Um, I yeah, feel like it would be harder for them to get in through the legal yeah. process that's going to start having to take place. All my legal pa- uh, stuff, like for before I get married and get the green card, I used to have the student visa. Mm-hmm. And I use all this process uh, by my Italian passport. The Libyan passport just throw away. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe it's uh, expired a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, ten years. Yeah. Ten years. <laughs> well, according to U.S. standards, I don't know about Libyan standards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, does the wall in general and like the idea of like closing out um, America to other ethnicities and people from other countries? I think that is a ridiculous idea because I mean America is known as the melting pot for a reason and that's really going against the ideology of America melting pot (laughs) salad bowl is nice little flavors in it yeah it's just a figure of speech (laughs) but like um 
that's kind of like what's our like America has turned into is just like a place where anybody can come and be who they want to be and do what they want to do. Yeah. And the but, fact that he's like. But we want to keep the, drugs and conflict criminal out. We don't want that in our land, do we? I mean, we don't. No, we don't. Nobody does. No. I mean, that is coming from everywhere, not even just Mexico. Yeah. Right, that's why we have certain banned countries. That's why we have borders. Oh, lost have. my train of thought. That's the whole. The idea behind the wall is not to keep people from coming in. It's to keep bad people from coming in. Yeah. It's to keep bad stuff out. Right, I mean, but how much is that actually harming us? Drugs being here from Mexico. Have you seen the statistics on people getting addicted to heroin, cocaine? Well, I mean, heroin I know there's like <laughs> heroin is a growing problem in the U.S. and it's just been getting worse over the years. I don't know the statistics. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be really helpful for you to see the statistics on that because news media doesn't report. <laughs> Jimmy, pull that up real quick. Oh, y'all don't watch Joe Rogan. I'll be Jamie. Maybe um, Professor Martin does. That'd be lit. News media right doesn't really talk about um, illegal, um, illegal immigrant crime and the crime rates in the U.S. and how it's just been growing. Okay, so most imported heroin comes through legal points of entry. So a wall wouldn't really do anything. Come through where? Legal points of entry. Such as airports? Airports, uh, stations on the wall, or stations on the border. They're just sneaking it through. and So a wall wouldn't change that. They'd still be going through those legal things. I feel like with the wall, it's not... Okay, so 90% like comes more, through the southern border. More of a security process going on with the wall. I don't feel like it's just going to be a Yeah, maybe a once there's a wall, it's going to be a tighter security system, but I don't know. I would hope if they're going to build a wall, a wall that it would reduce that percentage. Right, because right now it's more like open land you just run across it, right? I mean, well, and so, no, I mean, it's 90%, 90% it is, but that's no, yeah. that's not how it like this is what it's saying 90% floods across our southern border and most of that is coming through legal points of entries like border stations and stuff like that so having a wall there wouldn't really change much at all if they're already coming through the legal points of entry mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying it seems they're not like it's just more of an inside issue which even can tie into like how the government is corrupt and is so and is tied into the drug cartel and MS-13 that's been coming into the U.S. Right. They're feeding that, and then they're making money off of that. Right. So would it be a better um, budget decision to just increase security than building a f- however many mile long, fifty foot high wall? That's possibly like several billion dollars. Yeah, just yeah, to for people to keep coming through the. See the thing that Trump said too is that it wouldn't be on us. There would be a price difference there because you have to keep paying people, like the station, the army, or the National Guard, whoever is going to be protecting the border. It'll be a constant salary for years on end. As with the wall, it'll be it's also creating much jobs. Like a one-time payment. Yes, but there are better ways to create jobs than having someone just stand there guarding all day, every day. That's like well, a, I mean, you know, a job is a job, so I don't think that really matters. Well, true. Yeah. <laughs> but um, imagine or, how many men you'd have to have to protect the border. Like, I mean, they could just 
trick. They don't. It's not necessarily a people thing. It's probably a protocol thing. So like they're probably just like not checking very thoroughly. They sound like having, they're having a great time in there. Um, like it's probably like like I said like a protocol thing though. So like maybe like not necessarily add more people, but like just strengthen the protocol. Maybe strengthen the training, stuff like that, instead of you know the billions of dollars that it would take that would send us even further into debt. We already can't afford this. That's why we wouldn't be the ones paying for it. Yeah, so they're going to pay for it. They're the ones that caused And thinking about what that would do to their country as well. Yeah, like like we're pretty bad off. Imagine that. Like they're not going to agree to that. Like three billion dollars or more is still a lot for their country. Yeah, like what was was the uh, leader of Mexico's response to that? I think it turned into like... Oh, keep talking. I'm going to find that. Should we pause it? No, no, you can just keep going. Whatever. Yeah, the wall says like 1,954 miles and 3,145 kilometers. And there's also a site saying that yeah, Trump had said, like, it'll stop much of the drugs from pouring into this country and human trafficking, which is another growing issue. But, um, but it's going to affect it's the like Mexican we cannot River. the future, but the fact is that most illicit drugs pass undetected through legal ports of entry, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Mexican president already made it very clear that he is not going to pay for a wall. Mm, I figure so. I mean, what country? And it says that it's going to affect their river. Mexican just to river. give a good explanation to why he wouldn't want to pay for it. How would it affect the river? What's yeah. it going to do? He does not believe in wells. I don't imagine it causing any pollution, so I don't see how it could affect the... I mean, maybe it would stop the flow? Um, It'll it would hurt the Mexican rivers. Economy, the river. trying to pay for it. No, the river. The river? It says it's going to affect the, the Mexican river. Let me see what Does it go right through it? It looks like, maybe... Oh. If anything with the wall, I feel like it could slow down something, but it may not stop. Yeah, I don't... I can't see it being an actual solution. I think it's extremely closed-minded to be like, yeah, put up a wall, that'll fix it. I know, that's... It's almost like battling the opioid crisis. I mean... Really and truly, the only thing that's going to stop that is doctors stop prescribing. The doctors yeah, aren't prescribing what, heroin. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if it can still get in the in and out of the country, people are still going to be able to get addicted to the opioids. It's a, an ongoing problem that can hardly get resolved. Right. So, because doctors are going to keep sending out those prescriptions for they get money. Yeah, for every certain amount of prescriptions they write, they get a certain amount of percentage from that pharmaceutical company. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, all in all, it's it's not going to be fixable. Right, so why would a wall One thing fix about that? the wall, too, is that he was wanting it to be five or six feet underneath the ground to mm-hmm. keep people from making a tunnel underneath if they can dig six feet they can dig seven i don't think that's uh, yeah I'm not yeah but the sure. chances of getting caught are higher the farther you gotta be i mean el chapo dug out of prison they're obviously 
pretty decent at tunneling. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't know all the ins and outs of that. I'm just reading, like, whatever, what is on here. Like, I don't think that that's... Yeah, no, I mean... I just don't think that idea is going to be, like... A building wall. Yeah, I've never really thought it would help too much. But like Brooke says, it could slow down the process of everything, and more, um, like, people who are trafficking or people who are bringing stuff in would probably get caught if the security was increased. Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like that could help, but um, at the same time, it won't completely halt. No, nothing's. It's never gonna completely stop. I'm just saying yeah, I that I can't imagine the wall sure. being the actual fix. It seems like they've already increased security too, because in some areas, areas or just really here, it's saying statistically that um, the amount, the pounds, amount of methamphetamine that they've gotten in pounds has gone up. 347% since 2011 and this was like stated in 2016 and then heroin went up 45% but cocaine went down 52% and marijuana built marijuana is like really not that big a deal we I think we're just we're doing just fine ourselves but didn't they say that okay no that was closing the border so it are we talking about him closing the border or building a wall? Building. Building a wall, okay. So, yeah, I can't imagine that. He would never close the border down. There's I mean, been talk of it. goods from Mexico. And they get yeah, avocados supplies, would go right? up to, like, $12 a piece if he closed the border. And I'm pretty sure there's been talk of him closing the border. Probably as a threat. <laughs> I don't I know, mean, maybe for a period of time. Yeah. But to see how well... I can't see that happening, mm-hmm. like permanently. I would hate for that to happen. Yeah, I mean, like, if he was trying to do a statistical thing to see how um, certain levels of certain things went down or up, to see if that was a true cause of um, like, crime or drugs, like, if he closed the border down and then less drugs cases were appearing in the U.S., or if he closed the border down and less crime cases were appearing in the U.S., then he would see statistically that, okay, Mexico is causing us drug issue criminal issue um and then maybe proceed with um showing that to the mexican president and say hey look this is what's like my statistics are showing you know work with me here on what we can do to solve this issue Mm -hmm. and maybe they will come up with a law solution or some other solution i feel like you know that's pretty so you think you should they should try closing the border off for a time not like an extensive amount of time not like six months to a year or unless it takes that long to build a stat i was gonna say well how long then because immediately like after a massive change like that there's just a recoil especially after a lot for like, it would take I, I, I hate to relate it to this but like with video games okay like mm-hmm. whenever they like um they implement like a new idea like a new um thing into the game a lot of times, like, people just react completely negatively like that because it's changing the game and they hate it. And then by, like, I don't know, six months later or something like that, they're like, okay, they've, like, adapted to it. And they've, like, appreciate, like, how what it's done to change the game. I felt that way when COD came out because I was such a Halo person. Yeah, and exactly. And then COD came out and I was like, what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I, I really so, love and that's, so. <laughs> that's a video game. Imagine how long it would take for people to get used to the border being closed so i don't think that there's like a way to temporarily test it without like 
the results of the data being completely yeah. skewed because of all of the like yeah. reactions that are happening, yeah, especially well, in today's climate. Especially in today's climate, like how people react uh, to things. Well, I mean, Decide, but I feel like I could see no, his I point of view on, you know, if that were the case, if he was well. thinking about closing the border. I could see where he was wanting to do that. Yeah, no, I mean, I can, I can see the, if he, if I couldn't see the reasoning behind it to begin with, yeah. then I would be very worried for why he was president. <laughs> like, every, like, there's nothing that he does that can, yeah. po- like, he can possibly do without any type of, like, wait, what? There's gotta be something. <laughs> but, like, and I'm, don't think I'm equipped enough to, like, completely say, yeah, there's no way that would work. But from what I understand, I, my opinion is I don't think it would work. There's probably more going on than what meets the eye and what, like, we know about. But overall, yeah. We're just the civilians. Exactly. <laughs> but overall, I just don't think it's a good idea. It's a waste of money, and I just I can't see it working. I think avocados grow well in California. I like Mexico though. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> uh, we do get a lot of produce from Mexico, and I've yeah. even noticed like in grocery stores. And you can find well, cheap I like, workers. I feel like a lot of my stuff. <laughs> Roofers. Yeah. <laughs> we need those. We get bad storms through Georgia. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it's not always specifically Mexicans either. So yeah, just yeah that was just a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although, the roofing company that replaced our roof was a Mexican company, ironically. Yes. But uh, anyways, back to the produce. <laughs> yes. There's also a lot of produce that we get that's specifically yeah. from Mexico. Mangoes, pineapples, yeah. avocados. <laughs> and a lot of tomatoes as well. Yeah, tomatoes. So, like almost all of my stuff is called from Mexico. I honestly, I generally try to buy from Georgia because it's the state I live in. So usually if it says Georgia grown, I try to buy it just to kind of help our state out. But they're... I will buy produce from Peru, especially Peru. I make it an effort if I find something from Peru. <laughs> um, and then also, like, Mexico, I choose them too. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. But usually I always opt for so, Georgia ground first. Other than, like, the economical and the um, drug-related parts of building the wall, and, like, I was just reading the thing again, and, like, immigration in general is what it says. What about, like, the cultural things? Well, that's what she brought in. She's, you know... Yeah, I'm thinking, like, we should talk a little bit more about that. What could possibly be going on in there? Let's pick a peek. No, 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 let's not. I can't see. (laughs) Um, Um, So, in general, um, with immigration... I can't really speak on that. But I mean, if you think again. about it, most of uh, here in the United States, there's a lot of immigrant people. Mm-hmm. And there are like a good doctors um, that make the, or different measures that make the economic uh, goes up. So I think if they're just going to start cutting down the immigrants and the wall and blah, 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 just the economic is going to go down and down and down. Yeah, I yeah. fully agree with that immigration in general helps us more than it hurts us yeah if you look at the names of people who work in silicon valley for google and netflix you will see that they have very different last names because they come from different countries mm-hmm. yeah 
and it's often called the brain drain system, where they come here and study and learn, and then they stay here. Right. Yeah, I mean, this country in general is like a uh, multicultural, yeah. with different race, with different culture, with different religions. All in all, and it's funny that Canada is the totally opposite. They're just accepting whoever <laughs> want to yeah. escape, or. Yeah, Canada is something else. Like, yeah. That's a whole other ballgame. <laughs> yeah. And I think they're more, like, French-based anyways. Like, France. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they have more openness, I guess. <laughs> I feel Canada is the most, though. So, in conclusion... Yeah. What? Sorry for doing that. Um. In conclusion, we can all like agree to disagree. It's not yeah, either, it's we're not going to come to a right answer on this. In conclusion, yeah, I don't know enough about the wall to support it or right. be against it. Agree. At yeah. all. Right. Um. But overall, I do think that like there's a lot of like different things to take into account, like economic, cultural, drug-related, whatever. Um. And as far as, like, relating it to world literature, um, literature itself, like, has a lot to do with, like, different cultures and stuff like that. So shutting it out would really be, like, denying ourselves, like, that amount of, like, culture and literature to experience within, like, at home, basically. So I think it's a pretty important aspect of what's made America what it is today. Mm-hmm. Like, and... I don't think it's a good idea to completely close off. Maybe, like, some regulations, because there's definitely, like, some bad to go with the good. But overall, yeah. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Thank you you for listening. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed. Okay. So the first question is, um, how did you personally get involved with Normal? Um, So I studied criminal justice in college. Um, I've always been interested in reforming um, our nation's justice system, and um, I learned throughout my studies, I've learned about um, a lot of um, issues that contribute to, you know, mass incarceration and, you know, uh, uh, racial disparities, arrest rates, um, and the prohibition on marijuana um, was one um, factor that contributed to um, the unfairness in our criminal justice system. Um, so I started interning at Normal when I was still a college intern, um, focused largely on you know criminal and social justice issues, and then I started working full-time after I graduated, okay. and I've been with the organization ever since. Awesome. Okay, well, how would you describe a normal day of work? Um, so a lot of my focus, um, although our, our office generally lobbies um, Congress for federal reform, my focus is more on state-level uh, policy. So a typical day for me is, um, I mean, I I track hundreds of pieces of legislation, so a lot of my time is spent, you know, um, going over state-level bills, um, deciding if it's something we're going to support or actively oppose as an organization, and kind of um, collaborating with state-level activists and lawmakers to um, get these pieces of legislation passed through state legislatures. Okay. All right. So what do you think is the most important thing that Normal is doing currently? 
Um, so currently, um, we're working on a lot of um, federal level legislation that would, um, you know, not only um, remove cannabis from the controlled substances list, which essentially would end the prohibition on marijuana, but we're also um, trying to get um, legislation that would um, reinvest in the communities that were most harmed by the war on drugs. Um, and, you know, as I, I guess, briefly mentioned um, before that um, the prohibition on marijuana disproportionately affects, you know, those of low income and other marginalized groups. So it's really important for us um, when establishing legal markets, whether it's at the state level or federal level, to kind of include those marginalized communities in the legal market and give them um, pathways to enter the market legally. Okay. Give me one second. Sure. If you need me to talk slower, just let me know. Okay. Hold on. (laughs) Oh, Phasma, what's your passcode? It locked and I think it stopped recording. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, awesome. <laughs> All right. All right. So, how can people get involved? Like, how can I, for instance, get involved if I wanted to? Yeah, sure. Um, so, specifically with Normal, we have. Um, chapters all across the country. We usually have at least, at least one in most states, um, and we also have regional chapters as well. Um, so I definitely would encourage people to plug in with their local normal chapters. And also, um, another good way to get involved is to, you know, just contact your state and federal lawmakers, you know, let them know that you su- support reform and that they should too. Um, and we also, we have uh, what we call them action alerts on our website where you can um, find pending pieces of legislation in your state and you can literally with the click of a button send a pre-written letter in support of all these bills directly to your lawmakers. So that's a good way to make contact also. Okay, awesome. And what is your overall message to people um, about normal? If you had to like sum it up <laughs> in a few mm-hmm. sentences, what would you want people to know? Um, so what makes normal unique from other marijuana advocacy organizations is that we do advocate on behalf of the consumer rather than the industry. Um, so our main goals are to, um, along with removing the prohibition on marijuana to, you know, make sure that consumers are treated fairly and are not treated as second class citizens in any aspect of their lives. Okay. All right, awesome. And is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, no, I think we covered the bulk of it. Um, you can always follow up with me by email if you have any, any more questions or want more information or give me a call back at this number too. All right, awesome. Okay, well, we did that in half the time I thought it was going to take, so thank you so much for talking to me. Yeah, no problem. All right, you have a good one.